And welcome back to the Nordic Components Talking Lead Podcast. This is episode 172. We're going to be continuing our coverage of the Big Three East event, fall event, with uh, some more interviews that we've got here, and I'll tell you about those coming up. But to understand that some of you guys had some audio issues on your cell phones last week with the first part of the interview that we had with uh, Ben Mookie Thomas and uh, Tucker with Custom Gun Garage. Don't really know what the the problem was there, but I did listen to it on my cell phone, and uh, there were some audio problems there. But after you get like 32 32 minutes into it, when we pick up on the uh, next interview, uh, it seems to have cleared up. So I'm going to re-release that first interview later on, but I did want to let you guys know that the rest of the show sounds fine. Um, the The first part of it sounds good on a PC, so if you listen on your PC, um, there was no problems with it. And I listened to it uh, three different sources, Stitcher, iTunes, and from our website, and they all three sounded fine on the, the PC. Uh, didn't do that on the cell phone. I just listened to Stitcher on the cell phone. So I don't know, maybe our website might sound better on the, on a cell phone. But uh, anyway, just want to let you know. Uh, apologize about that. Don't know. Must have been something with the download. But the um, uh, the rest of that podcast, episode 171, uh, is good. So uh, if some of you got discouraged and quit listening after you know the first uh, 10, 15 minutes, understandable. But uh, just go ahead and fast forward past that to the um, 32 minutes into it, and it sounds great. But uh, like I said, listen on your PC, and the whole thing sounds good. And you can go ahead and listen to it before I re-download it. So I wanted to get that out of the way. Uh, Next, we want to announce the winner to our trivia question for the San Joaquin Rifle and Pistol Range Extreme Halloween um, on the range that they're having October the 22nd through the 23rd, which proceeds to that go to benefit Lone Survivor Foundation and the Matthew Axelson Foundation. And, uh, you know, I got I got a um, harp on you guys a little bit here. Our participation on this was not what I was expecting. It's very low. I think we only had about 10 people participate in this. Uh, I mean, guys, there was an opportunity to win an LWRC AR-15 here. You had two chances, actually. Uh, you could win two chances to win that that uh, LWRC. And, uh, you know, I'm disappointed in the participation. And like I put in the post, um, I'm probably not going to be doing trivia questions in, anymore in the future. Uh, the whole reason that we do this is to help push and promote those people that are putting up these prizes. Uh, and if you guys aren't interested enough, you know, in showing them some support by going to their Facebook pages um, uh, and participating in these, these trivia questions, um, there's really no point in doing them. So uh, this will probably be the last one for a while. And, uh, I mean, it's an awesome one. The, somebody had an opportunity and great chances now. I mean, only 10 out of the 10 people four of those people, I think only four of them had the right answers. So, uh, without further ado, um, and I got these 10 guys, they always participate in our competition. So guys, I'm not harping on you guys. You guys are awesome. Uh, we appreciate your participation. 
uh, in our past events and in this one as well. So thank you for uh, supporting uh, the companies that come on this show and uh, put these prizes up. So the winner, drumroll please, is Chuck Sanford, ladies and gentlemen, leadhead number one. That's right, Chuck, congratulations, buddy. You are the winner. And, you know, I just want to say something else about Chuck. I mean, he's been one of our longtime listeners and supporters. And, uh, you know, with, with people like him, we couldn't do this show, and we just greatly appreciate him. And then for him to go ahead and do this, um, before he was even, you know, chosen to win, he put uh, on his post, says, and if I win, I'd like to donate the winnings to a disabled vet who can attend in the area. Just make sure to give him or her a high five for me when they win that AR. So you guys give it up for Chuck and uh, greatly appreciate that. Chuck, we're gonna make sure that uh, a veteran or two, uh, if he wants to bring a family member or something like that, obviously it'd be up to him, but uh, we're gonna give those two tickets to a veteran there locally. Uh, we're gonna make sure Christine sets that up and uh, they understand and are aware that you are the one donating those tickets. Uh, and that was the whole thing with this, guys. You didn't have to be present to, to win this. You would automatically, even if you didn't go, you would be entered into the raffle to win that LWRC. So uh, even more reason why you guys should do that. Now, you can still buy tickets to this event. They're only $25 a piece. And, uh, again, you don't have to be present to win. So buy the tickets. They'll put your, uh, your name in the raffle. And if you win, you win. Uh, but the proceeds are still going to a great cause. Like I said, it's the um, Lone Survivor Foundation and the Matthew Axelson Foundation are benefiting from this. And, um, and they are doing this in conjunction with VFOB, Veterans Family of Brands. Uh, so it's, you know, it's going to be a great event. It's going to be a huge event. So if anybody is in that Linden area, Linden, California area, and you want to go to that event, I highly recommend it. It's going to be a good time. Uh, and then speaking of events, we've got one coming up here in Nashville at the Royal Range. Check out Royal Range USA. They're going to be having a, a fall event coming up. I think it's the 1st of November, but you can go to their Facebook page. And uh, that's probably going to be one that we're going to attend. If any of you guys are going to go to that, be sure to uh, look me up. So I want to get this out. Uh, we're, we've got an upcoming interview with Jason Redman. Uh, and you've heard me talk about Jason before in the past. Jason is a former U.S. Navy SEAL. Uh, he is the founder and the spokesperson of the nonprofit organization Wounded Wear, and he wrote uh, the book The Trident, which I just recently finished reading. And uh, J Jason and I did an interview a while back, and I think I told you guys this. Um, I did it through Google Hangouts, and Google Hangouts lost the audio. The whole audio, I mean, the video was there, but there's no audio. And, and it was a, a phenomenal interview. I think it was like almost two hours that uh, Jason was sitting down and talking with us. And it was a fun, lighthearted interview. But uh, he agreed to redo the interview. So we're going to redo that uh, coming up here. Uh, actually, this week, we're going to record it. And then we'll be releasing that either um, next week or sometime later uh, in November. But we're looking forward to that. It's going to be a great interview. Jason's a great guy. And uh, if you guys haven't read his book yet, The Trident, I highly recommend it. It's a, it's a great read.
So I'd like to go ahead and thank our sponsors. Let's thank Nordic Components, NordicComp.com. They have uh, started a three-gun team now. It's called the Nordic Gunslingers, and you can find them on Facebook. And their team's going to be made up of veterans and uh, active duty uh, military men and women. Uh, as you know, Casey Griggs is one of their sponsored shooters, so he's going to be on this team. And uh, there's going to be, I think there's four or five other guys right now. Haven't had an opportunity to meet them yet, but once I do, we're going to get them on the show and introduce you guys to the whole uh, Nordic Gunslingers three-gun team. Uh, they just did a, a shoot up in Rock Castle this past weekend, and I didn't have an opportunity to get up there and meet those guys. I was really wanting to do that, but I just couldn't couldn't make it happen. It was uh, Pepper's birthday, so we had we spent the weekend celebrating her birthday. So uh, you guys get an opportunity to tell Pepper happy birthday. Uh, but we're going to get those guys on soon, so uh, make sure you check them out uh, at Nordic Gunslingers on their Facebook page. Go and like them. Let them know that you are Leadheads, supporter of Talking Lead, and um, show them our support. Uh, another thing about Nordic Components is they just recently sponsored the Three Gun Nation Shotgun Nationals. So that was pretty cool, and uh, I've got it on good word that they're going to be sponsoring some more upcoming Three Gun Nation events too. So uh, Nordic is really stepping up and getting out there into the competition world with the shotguns. And of course you guys know they got their ARs out now. So look out. They're going to be formidable opponents with those NC rifles. Frontier Tactical. We just recently did a video on their latest product. It's an adapter to their Warlock system, which you guys know that the Warlock system will convert your AR into a multiple caliber shooting system up to 90 different calibers now I think they're up to something amazing like that it's crazy but um, now with this new adapter you're gonna be able to use free float handguards and they're working on being able to do multiple brands different brands so uh, eventually it's gonna be pretty much any free float handguards you've got uh, they're working on I know one for Troy uh, definitely Nordic Components, they're working on one for them. They've got one out for Midwest Industries, uh, and they're working on uh, some others. So uh, they don't have a proprietary handguard that you have to buy with their system where, where similar products like theirs, you know, you can't use your existing handguard system. So that's the great thing about the Frontier Tactical is that you're able to use your own handguards, your own equipment, to run their system and be shooting up to 90 different calibers from your AR system. So check them out at FrontierTactical.com and then also on your app if you've got a Android phone they came out with a new app it's called ARU which is AR University and what that uh, what they're building that app to do uh, it's not there yet but they're adding to it and building it day by day is it's going to be the go-to uh, informational you know, site app for AR-15s. Anything and everything you want to know about AR-15s, you're going to be able to go to this app and look it up there. Um, right now, they've got, obviously, you know, a lot of their, uh, their products on there. You can look them up and look at the specs and uh, the, the, you know, the 90 different calibers that you're going to be able to shoot from your AR-15. All that's listed on there. Um, but check it out, ARU, that's AR University, uh, and that's an app. I think it's just for the Android phone. You might look on your iPhone and see if it's available there too. But you can go to their website and find a link to it there too, FrontierTactical.com.
X Steel Targets. X Steel Targets. The best AR500 steel targets on the market and the most affordable. Check them out at xsteeltargets.com. If you want to shoot uh, fun targets, you know, interactive targets, they've got those. You want stationary targets, they've got those. They've got the big gongs, you know, all the different kind of sizes that you want. Uh, anything up to, I think, 50 BMG you can shoot on these things. So, I mean, it pretty much take on any caliber that you've got. And uh, they've got the cool Texas Star. They've got the double Texas Star. They've got the dueling trees. Uh, and, and they can pretty much make anything that you want. So... Go to their website, extotargets.com, see what they've got. And if you've got something different in mind, just get in touch with them there. And uh, they'll give you a, a quote on doing some custom targets for you. And, of course, Cobalt Kinetics. Check them out at cobaltkinetics.com. They've got the super futuristic, as we like to say, AR-15s, the BAMF, and the EDGE. And then they've got the black, which is more of your standard AR-15. But uh, you check out their their higher-end ones, the Banff and the Edge. And those things are going to be, I mean, they're competition-ready just the way they are. I mean, you're not going to have to do these do anything to them. Just right out of the box, they're ready to go. And uh, they've got some revolutionary patent-pending features on these rifles like uh, you know they've got ambidextrous controls they've got some pretty cool unique finishes obviously they've got a real kind of a you know people describe them as you know star wars guns but uh, make sure you check them out at cobaltkinetics.com and make sure you follow their three gun team uh, which uh, those guys have just been really tearing it up here lately Rick Birdsall and Keith Garcia, they made the final four of the Three Gun Nation Pro Series, uh, which, you know, there was $50,000 up for grabs. I think that was back October 9th. But uh, they've got some videos and things posted on their Facebook page of that. Uh, So go go check that out. Let those guys know your lead heads. And uh, they've got some cool videos of Keith doing his uh, shotgun loading. I mean, he's one of the most amazing shotgun handlers there is in the uh, in the sport. So check them out at the Cobalt Kinetic Shooting Team. All right, so now we're going to get into this week's episode, and uh, we're going to kick it off with Ben Mookie Thomas again. Uh, helped me out quite a bit at the Big Three East this year. I greatly appreciate that, Mookie, and looking forward to having you on the show again soon in the near future. We had the Skinny Medic, uh, Dietrich. You guys have heard us talk about the Skinny Medic in some past episodes. Uh, We actually uh, got him on, and uh, he he doesn't talk a whole lot, but we got him to to talk a little bit. And uh, he's got a great YouTube channel. You know, he's all about the uh, medical preparedness and awareness. So check out his YouTube channel at Skinny Medic. And then also, Tim with the Military Arms Channel joined us. And... uh, Tim uh, was with us for like two hours, so you know this is this is a long one, and I'm breaking it up into two parts. Like I said, uh, this is going to be part one, and then I'm going to release part two later on this week. Uh, but Tim joined us for the uh, the entire time here, so uh, we had a great time talking with Tim, uh, catching up with them, finding out what's the the latest and greatest with the Military Arms Channel, and then of course you know when we get this many personalities together. 
uh, it just goes nuts and we just start talking about everything. But it was a great time. I know you guys are going to enjoy this interview. Uh, and then uh, Scott Moore with Whack Outdoors uh, toward the end sat down and joined us for this interview as well. And uh, he's a really great guy. So check him out. Check his uh, website out at Whack Outdoors. Nordic Components is an American-owned manufacturing company proud to produce quality products right here in the USA. As a company, we continually invest in our manufacturing capabilities to ensure that all of our products are the highest quality and most efficiently produced parts available. The Nordic Components business consists of two segments, manufacturing and sales. Our manufacturing business works to provide custom machine components for a variety of applications with our specialty being firearm components. The sales business produces lines of branded firearm accessories to enhance and elevate the shooting experience. We are a company owned and operated by individuals devoted to shooting sports, and many of us shoot competitively. We attend and sponsor a number of events around the country each year where we listen to you, the consumer, and are proud to say that all of our firearm components are a direct result of your input. As a firearms accessory provider, our aim is simple provide shooting enthusiasts with innovative products of uncompromising performance and reliability. Nordic Components. Check us out at nordiccomp.com. And uh, let's go ahead and get into it, guys. It hurts about the same thing as an IV. It's the pushing the fluid in. That really I know hurt. what it's for. It's like to give them a pathway. Right. Like, if we can't start an IV, that's an easy way to do it. You're recording really, this? This is actually worth listening yeah, to. Yeah, I just got it all going. Yeah. Pushing the IO into the chest really doesn't hurt much more than an IV. It's displaying, like, when you start pushing the fluid in, that moves the bone marrow inside, and that hurts really oh, bad. I just watched those guys but, putting those things on, man. Wow. It's like nine little needles, and they're, like, laughing and, yeah. bam, when, when and the rep, taking it out. When the rep comes out... He or she will drill it into their arm or whatever their leg. They'll just drill it, like a little Black and Decker drill, yeah. and it drills in, and they don't move. So they just don't push any fluid into it. Tell our, tell our audience what we're talking about here. So Mac from Military Arms was talking about the um, – or Military Arms, sorry. Let's talk Tim, about, Military Arms. <laughs> military Arms, <laughs> same thing. That was Mac. close. Mac. Call him Mac. He goes by Mac. Let's too. talk about the IO's needles that go uh, into the sternum, into the chest. It's got like a bunch of little small needles, like 20 gauges or smaller on the uh, outside, and then a 14 gauge in the middle of it. So Wow. And what, what started this conversation was I saw the, the or have seen the videos on YouTube of these guys in the military putting these things in for giggles. And, uh, for giggles. And the, yeah, they're like, oh, they're all laughing, and they yeah. stick it in. It's like, it's this horrendous-looking device yeah. that pokes a hole in the center of your, your breast. <laughs> it, like, it looks like something from Alien. It does. It does. And like then they take it out, and it's mouth coming at you. It's got this needle in the middle of it. And it's IV? Is that what it is? Yeah. Or is it a, a starter for an IV? So it's where we can't get an IV on someone. We can use this, because... Those landmarks are really easy to find. Mm -hmm. So when someone's in shock, all the blood comes out of the arms and legs to keep the head and the torso alive. So all those veins collapse. So when you're in shock, we have a hard time starting those IVs. So we, we can use the IO. makes it super fast. And anything that can go IV can go IO. So we can push medications, uh, fluid, stuff like that can go in there. It's awesome. You know, he knows all this, but he didn't know to bring IVs to Big Three. <laughs> I'm sitting here in a sheen of sweat. Yes. My ass looks like the Japanese flag, and <laughs> you can't come up with an IV. <laughs> the skinny medic doesn't have an IV. Next What's year, up with that, man? Next year, next year I'll have Dude, it. Dude, I'm serious, man. If you brought those, not only could you get, I mean, people would video it, and, and that would have value. I think my audio died. No, Let me you're turn good. It Is that better? Can you hear that, now? Yes, I like hearing myself if okay. you haven't picked up on this. There you go. <laughs> I can hear in you. Every way. In every it way. It is sexy. I'm hey, can I talk about you for a minute? No. Yes. So, no, I come on board to Spikes, and the compressor at the time was our flagship rifle. It's beautiful. <laughs> Here we go. So, uh, I go out and I shoot the compressor. 
I'm like, this, this suppressor sucks. It's horrible. And uh, they go, well, here's what comes up. So I hear that you've done a video and that you outed our suppressor as sucking as it does. <laughs> I think on a meter, right? Yes, like it, like irrefutable science. Yeah. And uh, it was no surprise to all of us. So I sat down with my boss, who's a very nice, candid, good dude. And he goes, well, there was an article written in a major gun magazine where the quote was, quiet as a whisper. Some writer wrote this. <laughs> okay. And I was like, that is <laughs> deaf. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I said, well, what are we going to do? Here's the truth. They built those, designed those contracts specific for the Australian police force. Mm-hmm. It was to take full auto. They had all these ridiculous requirements in the end, in length and everything. In right. the end, it has like one baffle and you can shoot it for six days without it failing. Right. I'm exaggerating. Right. But one thing it doesn't do is make your gun quiet. Right. So, um, it, but you got to admit it's beautiful. It is. It's, it's, yeah. it's a piece of artwork. Um, yeah. We've had them come into the store. We've had customers buy them. And simply beautiful rifle i mean yeah. how you've wrapped the coil the, the, the copper coil around the gas tube and yeah it's it's a good looking gun it is but the, the suppressor at the time sucked yeah was, our, our lrs which has replaced that is a vastly superior product does a much better job comparable to in, in my estimation from my ears only I, I don't have the little doohickey send me one the doohickey oh, we'll, i'll put it on the salamander just drive up and we'll hang out for an afternoon and we'll meter it absolutely you should put it through the gauntlet you should put it through <laughs> the gauntlet. That's my new thing, man. Oh, yeah, no. I don't know. I haven't done suppressors in the gauntlet. That might not go. So well. those who uh, don't recognize the voice because he's not been on in a while, it's been a minute since you've been on. Yeah, it's uh, been a while. Tim with Military Arms Channel is joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, three shells, everybody. Class act. Man. We got the skinny medic. What? What's your first name? Dietrich. Do you want people to know that? That's fine. Yeah. Okay, skinny Dietrich. Medic. The skinny you. medic. You guys are well familiar with hey. the skinny medic. And uh, of course, Mookie hey. is back with us. Mookie's uh, going to be kind of my co-host. Uh, this week during the big three. So. I thought you were going to come over the table on me. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, no. I, like, I need to talk to you about something. No, no I, we've I, had the conversation before. I think at big three uh, last year. Oh, man, I, I was I talked with some, no, I was somebody else with spikes. I was like, yeah. yeah, you know that suppressor. We got another one coming out. Yeah, and we do. It's over there. Come shoot it, man. Yeah. Um, what, are you, what are you doing here? You have a video? You have a YouTube channel? I'm just shooting guns. But don't you have a YouTube channel? He does. I do have a YouTube channel. Is this called Skinny Medic? Skinny Medic. Skinny What's Medic. your Instagram? Skinny Medic. Am I... Are we on? We is it S K I N N Y M E D I C? Yep. So I, I, I had to eat good. You're good with English. So English. I, <laughs> I usually uh, suck at spelling, but I'm surprised I got that right. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're just doing videos, try. shooting, hanging out. Um, kind of different for Skinny Medic. I kind of do a broad videos on the channel. Most of it is trauma, medical related stuff because all these gun guys want the cool guns, cool gear, but they forget about the medical side and forget mm-hmm. about the trauma side. So, but that's changing. Like it really yeah. has in the last two years, I think started seeing the swing of these second amendment guys, these gun guys really want to learn how to like, Oh crap. What if something happens? Even like here at big three, I mean, we're well off the road. Yeah. No ammo's is coming in here. So mm-hmm. having the, got a hurricane threatening us, you know, <laughs> it's going to be hard to get uh, some medical attention. In I, here. I, I will say I've been on more than one range where somebody was, was hit with a bullet fragment and needed some medical attention. They didn't need, yeah. you know, life flight or anything, but yeah. um, it happens when it? you're shooting at steel, you're shooting steel projectiles or metal projectiles at steel plates. She's going to get hurt. Yeah. Need to use that frangible ammo. Um, yeah. What's, what's funny is I shot a video today at our range, little 15 second Instagram one. Um, the first thing I take out of my range kit and set out is a uh, tourniquet and an Israeli dressing. Absolutely. And it's just, it's just part of being a, a grown-up. And I was joking. I know all about your thing. I just wanted you to say it in the microphone. <laughs> yes, I appreciate that. Luke, he's a great guy. We've, he's harassed me for years now. So, but, he, but he's really nice. 
He is. I try he's, to be. He's a super nice guy. Yeah. But you got to bring IVs. I'm getting cramps. But he's forgetful. Hemisphere. He's nice, headache. but he's forgetful. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I'm probably going to go down in a minute. It will be your fault. <laughs> no IV and no grain alcohol. I mean, it's, yeah. so for those living under a rock and you've you've not heard of Tim and the Military Arms Channel, tell everybody about about your channel there. What what you do? How it started. So bit. how did it start? I mean, how did it, ask any YouTuber how their channel started? Years, right? It's like yeah. it just started. It just, I just did it. Yeah, yeah it's like one day I found a, I had a camera in the house. I started, you know, making dumb videos on the internet. It's uh, you know, I don't even know how it really got started. It was just um, I used to post on the forums quite a bit. Yeah, and um, you know, people would always buy guns and post pictures of the new guns. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do a video and use this new YouTube thing. This is like 07, 08. Right. And uh, instead of writing a lengthy review of a new handgun I'd post or, or purchased, instead I of wasting time writing it down, I was going to yeah, just make a video and, yeah. and I put put on this new thing called YouTube, and you know, people are like, hey, that's pretty cool, do more of those, and just kind of went from there. Where I was doing one like every six months to one a month and one a week, and now it's two or three a week. You got your own you know entity there. How, yeah. What are you guys up to now, as far as followers go on that? I mean, you. Uh, I think. You guys- Four hundred eighty thousand, way like that. up there. Yeah, it's growing. There's Small plenty of bigger ones, and but it's 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 doing good, man. They're not many. Could not I, many bigger ones. Could I interrupt yeah. as I do? So yeah. I entered the firearm industry like a year and a half ago. Like I was in the using firearm industry for twenty two years. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I I just get hired at Spikes, and I get a frantic phone call. Military Arms Channel is going to write a ne- or do a negative video review of our suppressor. And I'm like, <laughs> so? And then I type in. And I get to your page, and I look at the numbers, and I go, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I called every friend. I'm like, do you know this cat? Please give me a cell phone number. And someone did. And, and I tried to be very specific when I said, like, I'm really not trying to alter your thing. I'm just trying to explain why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to share it. And you were so cool about it. Professional. Yeah. Like, like your viewers are getting an honest no shit, trusted advisory video. Well, if you listen no to the trolls, I'm paid by everybody. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and I only like companies that pay me um, well. And company it's like, shill, right? Dude, it's, it's shill. like, exactly. I, don't, I, don't, I don't pull my punches, but I also I don't like totally eviscerate a company. Like probably the worst gun I've shot since I've been doing this was the R51, the first one. Mm-hmm. And even if you watch that video, I don't say this is complete garbage. It's going to get you killed and, you know, do videos of me smashing it with a hammer. I just said, I can't recommend it. And if you're thinking about buying one, I'd, think yeah, twice. I mean, that, that's, that's as harsh as I was. And the gun went out of production three months later and it took him two years to relaunch it. And wow. sadly, I just posted another video of Generation 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So, but I'm not the don't... only one. I wasn't the yeah. first YouTuber. I, I got my hands on one. I played with it and I just did a first shots right out of the box video. How does it work? I kept my original Gen 1 gun yeah. and it works better, but it's mine. Still doesn't like hollow points. Still not up to specs. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but I, I mean, that's as harsh as I am. second try, they, maybe they'll, you know, yeah. Just scratch that and move on to something else. So by now. Gen 7, we should have a working mm-hmm. handgun. <laughs> I know, Remington's here. They, if they, they, they want to punch me, man. They were like, just on a minute ago. Yeah. 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 It, is, is that the little smooth, funky-looking pistol? Yeah. it's It looks does part it work? deco. Yeah, does it work? Define work. Does mm-hmm. it go bang occasionally? Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Depends on what ammo, in my case. The high but point's I, more reliable? Uh, VSO Gun Channel and the Firearm Blog did their videos first, and they both had the same issues I, I had, which was nose diving rounds. Um, oh wow! So what does nose diving around mean? Means the the bullet in the magazine goes nose down, hits. Oh the yeah, 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 yeah. Noses down. That's what the, you're talking about. The high point, wouldn't it? No, it was the high, point. high point was doing it in the yeah. gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it had a reason. It was filthy. So you is know, it a mag problem? Uh, you know, I'm not an engineer. It's hard to say. Yeah. I, I think it's a combination. It could have been Feet. any number of things. They had two years to fix it, 
And I guess they wanted to maintain backwards compatibility because when I first got the gun, I ordered it just like every other dealer does through RSR or whatever, you know, through a distributor. Mm-hmm. And I got it. And I played it next to the Gen 1 and I looked. And I'm like, externally outside of the markings, I don't see any changes. The trigger's still polymer. It still wiggles like crazy. Mm-hmm. My trigger wouldn't reset half the time on the new gun. I'm like, okay, problems already. I posted that on Instagram. Right. Uh, took it out and started running ball rounds through it. Functioned fine. I'm like, okay, this is good news. And then I grabbed some hollow points. And that's when the problem started. Um, and so I'm thinking... Looking at it, they really externally they didn't change anything. Internally, I can see that they changed the disconnector. They changed some geometry, perhaps on the feed ramp. They definitely changed the follower on the magazine. Um, but all the parts, for the most part, seem backwards compatible. It could be, if, it could yeah. be magazine angle issues. It could be. Tooling you think they is would expensive have, if they had done any testing of it before they released it. You think that would be one of the key things they would have noticed? See, I waited for the other video reviews to come out to see what people, what issues they were having, and I just wanted to see if I had the same issues. Right. And sure enough. Not, but, but again, it's it's not everybody's going to have those issues. So I have a sample set of one. I always tell everybody that. Yeah. You know, if mine gun doesn't work, doesn't mean you know yours isn't. But odds are, if there's three but other reviewers out there, I got on the Remington forums and looking, and it's not uncommon. Nose mm. down. Not so, um, and, and how that's something would have showed up in their their test and evaluation. I would think. You would think. Yeah. But, before but they released it, you just made me think of quality something. control. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Okay. Name three YouTube channels off the top of your head that you watch. I mean, usually my friends. So I always watch Iraq Veteran. Yeah. Um, I watch Hickok 45 all the time. Um, you know, pretty much, let me think, who, who's lead. the last one? <laughs> <laughs> you have a YouTube channel? No, I know you do. Um, what's the other one I watch regularly? The people you have. I have a YouTube channel, but since I sobered up, I stopped making videos. Why? Why I, don't like to, I don't like to put a camera at my face when I'm You sober. don't like it? Yeah, I don't. I like cringe and turn away. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. You to got a face for radio like me, right? Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I should you don't be mind doing radio. talking to you. No, I, I'll talk all day. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. you, man. This is his niche right Giggle here, Giggle bums over here. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny about YouTubers, though? It's like we all get together, and, and none of us watch each other's, other's videos. We don't have time. No, it's like no. we go out and like I'm up to two, three videos a week. So when I'm not doing that, I also have Copper Custom, which is our retail side where we actually sell things. I have Full 30, which, you know, is, is another job. So it's like mm-hmm. you got all these plates spinning. I, I have no free time. I don't even know what day of the week it is. If you ask me right now, I'm going to guess Wednesday, but it could be off by day. Yeah, I asked my, I asked my oh, wife they, last night. I'm like, what day is it? Like, right. I don't know. Because like, I don't, I don't have weekends. There's no such thing. So yep. what's, you know, the, what's the name of your commercial site? Copper Custom. So, well, that's our online store. Oh, cool. So look at their logo. That's an awesome logo. Yeah, it's C- on the shirt. Yeah, that's feeds in the copper. Custom. Copper custom. Like that. We we use the military arms channel. We test stuff. Shoot the snot out of it. If it's stuff we like and we're willing to stand behind, we sell it. And it's usually the higher end stuff. But you know, it's stuff that if something goes wrong, we're gonna say either get you a new one, refund your money, or get you into something else. But you know, I don't want to keep refunding a bunch. We're not gonna carry it because if you know you, you sell 20 it's rifles crap. and 10 of them come back, you're losing money. Yep. That's that was the whole concept. You know, we test it, we shoot it, we stand behind it, we sell it. There so. you go. And you you travel around a lot. I do, man. I just got all um, over the world. Yeah, I was what a couple weeks ago. I was in the Czech Republic, and then um, just a week ago, I was out in Portland at FLIR, checking out their operations. So what, uh, you were in Portland? Yeah, that's one of my favorite cities. It was cool, man. I well, like except- wine and wine and pasty white women. <laughs> The, the women there are gorgeous. Yeah. All right. It's because they don't Here, get sun. This. I say it. My yeah. wife's going to kill me. Oh, it's okay. okay. So She doesn't listen to my podcast. I hope okay. not. This is one time I hope somebody doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> but, yeah, the women there are None gorgeous. of our wives listen to our shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> I assure you. Somebody's going to send a link to our women's <laughs> Um but, but what I thought was kind of interesting, it's an interesting mix. It's almost like San Francisco and Seattle mixed into one city. Every We were walking around like 
getting ready to leave. We're waiting for killing time to go to the airport, and nothing opens before 10 a.m. on a weekday. Everything's closed until 10. Really? 10 a.m. That's their business. That's the business hours. And it's like, Sorry, you go 10. to Chicago, and it's like, most stores don't even close. Yeah. You know, like, the bars turn the lights off at 4 o'clock, and they're back on at 6. Yeah, you know give them mean? time it's to like, sweep, and yeah. Right. You know, and, and go into a, a city where we're walking around, and it's like, man, we can't do anything at 9 o'clock in the morning. That's crazy. I need to get into the Apple store. I needed some Apple stuff. I'm an Apple <laughs> geek, and... It's my kind of business hours. That'd be nice. I know, right? Like bankers. How late do they stay open? Do they, do they close at five? Probably like four. I can't 10 remember. To four. <laughs> do they call it a Maybe day? they stay open to five. Um, that's, beautiful that's city. Some weird hours. I was just up there shooting a video, a little short film. Yeah. And I tried marijuana for the first time. Um, in Portland? Yeah. You can do I, that there. Well, I'd, it's I'd, legal. I, yeah, oh, okay. I had never tried marijuana before, and I go. Is that really a marijuana store? And they said, sure. And I, I don't smoke anything. Yeah, I don't never, either. I've never smoked Did you do cigarette. the caramels? Um, you know, it was a chocolate bar. Okay. And all it did was make me want more chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I go, did they call people go to jail for this? Like, what yeah. the hell? It was weird because I This is I just a great too. tool like, for the chocolate industry. Yeah. Every block, there's like a marijuana store. Literally, it says marijuana for sale yeah, here. Everywhere. It's shocking when you just, when you're like, so this is what no, it's like. So have yeah. you been to Colorado a lot? No. Do I the know stores there open at 10? Maybe it's a... And they're just all, it's yeah, a all stone. They're all like sitting yes. in the back eating Doritos waiting for the high to wear That's off. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make coffee. <laughs> isn't, there like, isn't that where Starbucks started? Was right? Seattle. Was it Seattle? Yeah. Okay, was and like it's Portland. Portland I don't care what like country that. I've gone to. There's, there's, there's certain things that are common. Starbucks, KFC, Hardee's of all things. Hardee's. I mean, they, they close those here in the United States, but they're in every country I've ever been to. Oh, there's one here. I saw one here. Oh, really? Yeah. Like up where I live. It might be a Junior's or something. But that's a Carl's yeah, it's a Carl's Jr. I've seen Carl's Jr. overseas. McDonald's, of course. Yeah. But KFC. KFC, I don't expect. Chicken. chicken. Fried chicken. Kentucky chicken. Fried Chicken. chicken. Uh, every country has chicken. Um, I watched a documentary. Uh, this famous chef went to talk to McDonald's, and they laid out, you know, he was bitching about their food, the quality, the taste, and all that. He go, they go, I'm making this number up, but it was like this. We're going to serve 1.4 million hamburgers across the globe in a 24-hour period, <laughs> and no one's going to get sick, and they're all going to taste the same. All right. How's your consistency? Well, <laughs> it, no, to that point, there was some guy that wrote, like a, I think it was a journalist that wrote a newspaper article, talked about the McRib sandwich and saying that it's, it, he doesn't know what's in it. It's garbage. It'll kill you. It's like all proce- you know, processed like seaweed and styrofoam, and, and the, McDonald's said, Come watch. We'll show you from A to Z how we make the McRib sandwich. And sure enough, they're grinding up real rib meat and you know, no taking kidding. out the impurities and stuff. Nice. I, I was amazed to see that because I've always heard, you know, it's right. not real meat. Um, but then there was that guy that did that movie but, where he, for 30 days, he oh, lived on yeah. McDonald's yeah. and he like, got Let's all sorts honest. of sick. He didn't turn name? into a man until he started eating Big Macs because he was a woman till then. <laughs> his <laughs> wife was a Big lesbian Macs. right up to the point where he ate 30 Big Macs. I mean, I get <laughs> he it. He like three meals a day or something. Dude, for, dude for he was a, like he was days, a yeah. translucent, ginger, soulless, uh, vegan, Democrat. He hated America and he went out to prove, I'm going to eat real American food vegans become so destroyed on the inside that real food makes them sick. Right. Anything, and if you're a yeah. vegan listening to this, please buy my products anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. His like, products our, don't our rifles are vegan friendly. My, my, my cousin is a vegan and uh, she drank some soup at my house and got, got deathly like puking and stuff because it had meat broth, like a beef broth. And I was like, you're so fucking weak. Did now. she did she yeah. get you know. sick until you told her? Or? Oh no no she she's like I think there was meat animal products in here. I feel sick to my stomach. Yeah, see, she that's, didn't die. Unfortunately, humans are supposed to eat. 
meat. I'm, yeah. By the way, I made that whole story up. My cousin's not a vegan. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. <laughs> You're actually talking about your wife, aren't you? No, my wife uh, hates. Ve- she drinks gin. She eats steak, and nice. she hates vegetarians. I have, a, I have a funny story. A bunch of gun guys were out shooting video. They'd come. They had come up to uh, my range to shoot the video, and we went to a Mexican food restaurant, which is like the staple of my diet. Like at least <laughs> three meals a day have to be Mexican food, right. and we have great Mexican food. Believe it or not, in Indiana, which is weird, but hey, it's good and it's authentic. So we're at this restaurant, and uh, the the waitress comes up and she announces to everybody there a bunch of red-blooded Americans that kill things, you know, for hobbies and gun owners, right? You know, all of us are hunters. Right. She announces that she's a vegetarian. And it's like, what? In what world is it okay to work in a restaurant and just go up to a table of guys and say, it was after somebody ordered, I believe, and, and she's like, oh, you're eating meat while well, I'm a vegetarian. Like, she's a, she's working there? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I don't care. And so it goes around, she gets to me, and, and the guys that are listening to this, that, that were there, will know this is true. I said, sweetheart, I would eat caged raised kitten fed kitten if it was on the menu and she was just she just turned white left came back we had a different waiter oh my gosh (laughs) thank you she's in the wrong business america thank you and and all meat eaters yes right i mean seriously what in the world is wrong with people when they want to like why would you hire somebody like that in your restaurant anyway like trying to talk people out of buying a beef taco it's like right uh, if I'm the, the owner, she's fired. Yeah. There's this real high-end restaurant in Los Angeles. I used to she's fuegoed. Called, uh, <laughs> called Animal, Animal or Carnival? Animal. And th- th- even their salads get dripples of bacon or steak grease oh, yeah. so that no vegan or vegetarian can ever eat there <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> no, we're talking about the most liberal neighborhood, and they're like, come on in. Fuck you. We're covering the, we're Muslim. the, yeah, the, the <laughs> mushrooms with bacon juice. It's bacon. Bacon makes everything Bacon's better. But good. wasn't it Burger King that made bacon flavored ice cream or had bacon bits and ice cream last all of about a day? Bacon flavored bacon. Yeah, you can put yeah. maple on it. It's good stuff. I, see, Everyone I, knows I, you can put maple yeah. on it. Yeah. Have I you mean, had chocolate with bacon? Yes, I've actually, yeah. Chocolate covered bacon? Yeah. Bacon's yes. good with just about everything, but I do do the maple syrup and bacon. Yeah. Like, I crave yeah. maple syrup and bacon. That's how my mom makes it. She actually cooks it's a thing it in Georgia. with the, the maple syrup. Have you ever had that, Mookie? Bacon with maple syrup? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. It's the best. I think yeah. every child over the age of three has done that. Oh, like yeah? Once you realize that plate, you can oh, move things, wait a the, minute. the bacon and sausage go right into the Here's the true bachelor bacon. test and manhood test. Who puts ketchup on cold macaroni and cheese? Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, it's a thing, though. I've been doing it since I was a kid. I'm not a ketchup guy. Hey, who here has made lemon pepper chicken for a girl on a date? Am I the only person? Lemon pepper chicken. Lemon pepper, like it would come in a container, like you'd shake it on a chicken breast. And yeah. You put this dry ass piece of chicken in front of her. <laughs> but you were twenty, so it was going to work out anyway. You know. Work out. Yeah. You just say lemon pepper. You think you're being all, you know, oh, cuisine. Lemon out. pepper. Yeah. Delicatessen. She's like, oh, you're you're <laughs> fancy. That's fancy food. Lemon pepper chicken. How are things in Murfreesboro? In the borough? Yes. The borough's good, man. How's it's, the real estate market? It's booming. Yeah. It are is. we in a bubble? <laughs> we are in a bubble. We're on a huge bubble, and yeah. that bubble is going to—it's going to burst again. My know? wife bought our house short sale, one seventy. Neighbors just sold for three ten. Nice. Um, my father, oh, sell the house. We're like, mm, we're just going to harden in place with this interest rate. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, where? What's your interest rate? Uh, stupid. My wife's had a credit card since she was a little kid. Okay. Can you like refinance and get it down lower? We have the low. I don't know the number. I'm not a money person, but my wife is. She's uh-huh. a, she runs a big business. Yeah. And, and it is as low as we can go. Um, what we don't want to do is leave, make a huge quote profit, and uh-huh. then have to go find another place inside the bubble. Right. Yeah. And, we, and she will not move to a rental unit. She's from Wisconsin. 
They just don't do shit like that. You guys are in, you're in Florida, right? Yeah, we're in Tampa. Okay. So yeah, I guess you're, I don't know what the market is here, but I guess it's ours fairly is good. Tampa's yeah. usually always pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's the way ours, uh, Tia just put her house on the market, um, like two days ago. And that day it was under contract. How is she? That's fast. She's doing great. Will you tell her I said hi? I, I'll let you tell her. So hi. tell her right now. Hi. Say, hey, Tia. Hey, Tia. <laughs> hey, Tia. Hey, man, I was happy to find the meter after all this time. You know how many times you and I met for drinks and food and never did any of this shit? I know it. And it was ridiculous. But we got to know each other, so now we can. Absolutely. We can do this shit now. Let's talk about something everybody cares about. Trump or Hillary? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did anybody watch the vice presidential debate? No. I, I couldn't have cared it. less. Yeah, no. no zero fucks. Yeah. yeah. So I, the only reason I watched the Trump and Hillary debate was because I wanted to see the train wreck, and I wasn't disappointed. Dude, have they done two yet, or is it still just, they've just done the one? Two's coming. Yeah, it was it was very, like, what's the point in this? They're, neither one of them are getting into any you, you know, any points. They didn't about talk anything. about anything serious. It's all it's just like, stuff. you did this, and you did that, and you did this, and... Who gives a fuck? We all know they're, you know, both of them. You know. My my wife said it. She goes, because they keep releasing all these emails. She did horrible things. He continues to say jackassery things around the clock. And my wife said, whoever's going to vote for either of them aren't changing for any reason at this point. No. Yeah. So, like, literally. The debates aren't going to change. We, WikiLeaks no. says they've got, like, something that's going to destroy Hillary. My cousins will vote for Hillary if it turned out she invented cancer yeah <laughs> well it's true yeah i mean the battle lines are drawn they don't it's, care yeah people don't care I, i've said this That's for years point. it's like either side republican or democrat could dig up adolf hitler reanimate him run him for office and he would get 50 percent of the vote it's just people it our, american politics have become a spectator sport yes it's like i'm rooting for my team i don't care who's playing on the team right it's, just, it's That's my a good team way or to nothing. put it yeah you know and and uh and that's the problem care. that's the problem with our our political system i guess is that you have sides and people are forced or feel forced to choose to pick a side yeah because the time a third party comes in they're not gonna right now the way the system's developed they're not gonna get a third party so they're not gonna get enough votes oh, i don't feel like if they right could just come up with a third party candidate who could answer where is aleppo that would oh, be I know, that right? would be a start gary johnson's like oh who cares about aleppo what, what's that it's like seriously dude but that's the problem with the yeah. libertarian party is they isolationism don't care. Yeah, yeah they don't care mm -hmm. about anything global it's all about doing domestic stuff and I, I, I'm a libertarian. I'm, I'm, you so know, am I. Uh, you know, but it's like we don't have a serious candidate, and everybody's like, "Oh, Gary Johnson, Gary Johnson, we're gonna, I'm voting for Gary Johnson." It's like his his VP is staunchly anti-gun. Mm. Um, he he's barely he says he's pro-gun. He doesn't own any, and he's made some anti-gun comments. Yes, he has. And then when he went off the deep end in an interview, don't call them illegal immigrants. They're they're undocumented workers. And he was like red-faced mad. It's like, all right, dude, you just lost all respect. Yeah. yeah. There, we have laws for a reason, and if you come into this country illegally, you are an illegal Ill alien. Yeah. Illegal I'm not afraid to say People that. think that's a race issue. And, and it's Donald, not. But Donald Trump no. is, you have to admit, tone deaf. He does not communicate in a <laughs> in a nuanced way yeah. at all. He's, he's not polished. Yeah, he yeah. says no. I think his VP though is better spoken than he is though. And he's handsome. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah. Trump, Trump can't every chick will vote for that Pence feller. That Pence feller. Yeah, <laughs> he's handsome. I think that's probably why they brought him around. Yeah, you know? my wife would vote for him. Oh shit! Looks right. like Paul Newman. You know, they talk about our country being divided, and you know, we're divided. We're a divided country, but we've always been that way because we have these sides. We have these political party sides. 
And when you have that, that's the best way to unify our country is to get rid of sides. Well, see, our founding Don't fathers warned against a two-party system. Right. And you take a look at, 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 at other systems like England, who we fought a war to break away from, but you look at their parliamentary system, and anything can happen. I mean, when they have a debate, like we you, – you, you watch C-SPAN and how we have a debate. The gentleman yields five minutes to the gentleman from Nebraska. Right. And, and it's, it's, this, it's this fake courtesy. It's Nobody in there likes each it. other. Yeah. They throw each other under the bus. Going through the motions kind of thing. But you watch like parliamentary sessions in England, and they're like throwing shoes at each other and brawls. <laughs> they're getting fights. And, yeah. and, and anybody at any minute. If, Women if, walk out of there with black eyes. Yeah. It, it's, it's craziness, What's man. wrong it's with like, black guys? <laughs> black eyes. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> you gosh. said black guys too. <laughs> black guys matter. I was like, man, did we go back in time? Hey, I hate to cut it short. My wife just texted me. Oh, um, man. Dude, I had a big thing. I got to say this about my boss. So I called my boss and I was like, hey, I need 75% of my time cut so I can be with my family more. And I, I thought I might lose my job. Right. Or at least a lot of money. You know what they did? Send me on vacation. There you go. Spike's tactical. Hey, will you talk about they what rule. you brought, like, the bus down and the water? They hired? That's really cool what you did. <laughs> what did oh, we, we haven't done it yet. When the storm hits, then right. we go do it. Okay. Oh, you mean on the Are microphone? You, yeah, I just wanted because I thought that was really cool. Like, that, yeah, that impressed me a lot when you were talking about it. I'm like, most countries, like, even me, I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. And you're like, no, we're going to stay. Well, this is our community, happens. man, and these people are hurting. But I, I generally, like, any of our tithing or any kind of... Good work. We, we keep quiet. Like, we don't, well, the reason we don't sponsor shooters is because we give guns away to people in, you know, that need them. Yeah, yeah. Need yeah. Them, police departments. Yeah. We yeah. just try to be real quiet about it because, um, I do marketing for the company and I do it with fun shit like surfers and stuff. But when we give, we need to just give altruistically and from yeah. the heart. It's not say, hey, look at me. Yes. It's because yeah. you're doing good. Yep. Right. Yeah. I was but, with that. I thought it was awesome. But though. at the same time, if if you tell people what you're doing, then that's going to spur them to possibly want to do it too. So just real quick, if you don't mind, just tell us tell tell our listeners what you're going to be doing. I think you did it earlier, but let's, let's yeah. do it again. It's worth doing it again. Um, I really don't. I, we're just so so. You guys are contributing hurricane. to the community. Hurricane is coming hey, to to Florida. I'm sorry. I gotta call. I, my I'm my just wife. gonna give you a quick plug. Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Thanks, buddy. We're gonna just talk behind. I'll see you in a bit. No big deal. Okay. I'm sorry. Hey. So they're they're uh, they're getting a bus full of supplies and food and you know things that they're going to need for this Water. disaster recovery because it's going to come. This hurricane's coming. There's going to yeah. be disaster. Yeah. And he's staying instead of leaving. Like you said, a lot of companies are you know packing up, leaving, getting home, don't want to be in the mess. They're staying and they're going to be here and they're going to deal with the aftermath. I just I was really That's impressed amazing. by that. I mean, because that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Most people aren't, aren't prepared for that kind of stuff and they're going to be caught blindsided and everything because right. right now there's no like they were talking on the radio there's no water here right guys are talking about how there's no gas angling in the you know round so like, yeah yeah we're sitting here literally with a hurricane offshore and we're all like, we're just sitting here nonchalant the podcast. yeah talking about guns <laughs> but and, and you know shooting. it's it's going to be crazy here and you know god willing it you know maybe just goes back out to sea you know we were here right four or so years ago when sandy went up the coast oh wow. and it, but sadly it hit it made landfall yeah. up north and it did a, a Made a big mess up around. Yeah. They've New already New York. evacuated South Carolina, haven't they? They've evacuated our whole area that we're sitting in here now. Oh, it's been evacuated. We're under evacuation order. Oh my gosh! As we sit here doing this, <laughs> yeah, I have some friends um, who are oh state troopers in South Carolina, and they're going to turn twenty six, which is like the main road shoots up north. It's completely turned one. Yeah. One all roads now are going away from oh, the coastline. So, right. so we're it's yeah. So we're not getting. My wife is texting me. She's. I said, you know, we're we're probably leaving tonight, and she's like, "Oh, sweet, you'll be home on Friday." I'm like, I don't think you understand how this works. Yeah, (laughs) everybody's fleeing. Everybody's getting out of here. Yeah, there's no gas. There's no water. There's no nothing. I'm going to head across to 75 
Well, that's what to, I was thinking. Like, I, I live don't post this until after the hurricane, so everybody oh, knows yeah, 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 yeah. evac plan. By the, <laughs> by the time people yeah, hear this, it would have already hit, and uh, right, we'll already yeah. be home, yeah. hopefully somewhere, but we'll yeah, be somewhere other than here, definitely. But let's talk about um, what you guys got coming up at the Military Arms Channel. So wow. Some new projects. You know, um, the channel itself is is pretty much staying a, a, a constant direction. I think more this year, I focused on doing things that I find interesting like old surplus guns and 80s guns a lot of people don't right. uh, until just recently they didn't realize how many firearms i've had in my collection i get questions all the time how many guns do you have and i don't Say answer it because not I enough honestly don't know but um <laughs> and so i've started pulling out some of the old weird things and um, doing videos of stuff that's just fun for me cool um because everybody's talking about the new stuff and so I think this year I'm going to continue to focus on the old stuff. I'll roll in some of the Going new stuff school. that's of, of interest to me. But that's what the channel's about. You know, people always say, why don't you talk more about revolvers? It's because I'm not a revolver guy, you know. Yeah, it doesn't interest me. Right. Yeah. I don't do things about things I don't, you know, I don't have any interest in. Yeah. So um, that's almost going to continue on that path, you know. Uh, so what's from a, a, an example of one of the older ones that you're going to do a review on? So let's see. One of the things I've been, I'm going to do a video on probably when I get home is a Sterling Mark VI. Okay. And um, a Sterling submachine gun was a post-World War II, based on the Sten gun, 9mm submachine gun. The Brits used it for the longest time. It's kind of iconic. You know, it has right. a magazine that goes in the side of the body versus the bottom. Mm -hmm. um, and they imported very few of them. As they're actually made in the UK, um, and they were okay. imported for a short period of time. I think globally 1,600 of them exist, semi-automatics. Wow. Um, cool. And so that's uh, I actually have one. I'm going to break that out of the safe, and I'm going to show people that gun. Um, I have nice. Nighthawk carbines, which, unless you're my age, 48 years old, you don't even know what a Nighthawk is, but uh, it's an oddball American Uzi knockoff from the 80s. Oh, okay. Um, just weird stuff. Linda carbines and pistols. Um, MK760, which yeah. is, yeah. I mean, so there's just this stuff that most people, you know, like the millennials don't even know exists. Right. Yeah. So I always tell I think people that's awesome. the yeah. 80s were a great decade, not just because of the cool hair and funny makeup and rock music, <clears> but uh, the guns. It was Johnson. like. Everybody was, every little guy Mr. that T. had $10,000 started a gun company, and they came up with the craziest, wackiest designs. Right. And they all went out of business, but they left behind all these cool guns, and I collect them. So. But, the, you know, that that's what I like to see, and we're, I'm seeing a lot of that now, you know, more and more of it now, are, are these companies that are popping up with these ideas. You know, they're being innovative. Yes. You know, they're, they're trying to think outside the box. They're not trying right. to repeat and do the same thing. But, you know, the way that our government's going, they stymie um, – the innovation in our industry right because people are so afraid to to try something new or different because they're just you know afraid that you know they're month, lose their money for a month from now that you know right. it's going to be outlawed it's going to be banned see so they're they're yeah. stymieing our innovation and people's desire to bring the technology to this industry and take it to the you know the next level it's it's like we can't even develop our own next generation military service rifles because right. atf is going around to manufacturers and saying hey you can't have more than two of any one type of machine gun as a manufacturer so here you are and being oh building gosh. a new firearm and you're I a licensed you're a licensed manufacturer and you're trying to develop something maybe you hope to sell to the military Right. But you can't have more than two of them. Something that protects our freedoms. That right. sucks. I mean, but the regulations, because I'm, I, you know, I'm a FFLSOT, um, and we've looked at doing the manufacturing license, and it's right. like it's just insane. But now they're even coming down on gunsmiths. You know, yeah, gunsmith. that new that new uh, thing that the right. Obama pack, I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, we talked about that on the show. It, they have to go and register as firearms manufacturers. They do anything that anything. that changes the uh, or enhances the gun. Right. Now so, you have to. Basically, get a manufacturer's license. Right. Not even they don't even have to actually cut or do anything. It's just if they're right. changing something on the right. so a gunsmith. You right. Know, like you said, if you so 
fixing it or and something. It's, it's incremental. And most, most gun owners don't realize what's going on because it doesn't directly affect them. So they don't, right. they don't know that the ATF just put a bunch of gunsmiths out of business. Hmm. They don't know that they're, they're, they're we're, we're looking now to FN and companies that aren't even American companies. We have FN supplying us with our AR-15s, M16s, our belt-fed machine guns. Right. Um, you know, uh, Beretta give, has, has a service pistol contract currently. I know mm-hmm. they're under review and looking mm-hmm. at a new pistol, but I almost guarantee it's going to be a foreign company that wins it. Yeah. Because, our government does everything it possibly can to destroy the gun industry in the United States. They but do. The average shooter just doesn't know because they can walk in into any Cabela's and they'll see walls of guns. They think everything's everything's honky door. Yeah. Yeah, but we in the business are going like, man, these guys are just killing us. They are. And then once ATF, they put that chokehold on the industry. Yeah, yeah, they do. Once they once once you, it's like the IRS, man. You get the ATF on you, oh they will not leave you alone. They yeah. they will. They're relentless. You, you, yeah. So you got to be careful. You got to relentless. Cross your T's and dot your I's. And so I was just in the Czech Republic and I was posting stuff on Instagram. You know, we like to think that we're the land of the free, home of the brave. Right. I agree with the brave, but we're not the land of the free, man. I, I, I walked into a gun store and they had a Scorpion semi automatic mm-hmm. with the folding stock, what we would consider an SBR. Right. And it was a machine gun that they had just taken. The machine gun parts out of and just manufactured some auto parts. The machine gun parts would still go right in it. Yeah. And they were selling it for something like 580 crown, which is like 200 US dollars or less. <laughs> oh, my right. Nice. And, and anybody could buy it. Now, nice. you do have licensing things, I asked. You know, it's, mm. it's, it's a little bit more involved, but um, you have to go to your local police and pay them 20 bucks or the equivalent of 20 bucks and get yeah. a permit. But then you can go buy this thing and you can just keep it in your house. And, right. and, and they have firing ranges. They have uh, concealed carry. This is in the Czech, in the Czech Republic. Republic. I walk into a supermarket. They had a a, uh, a BB gun store, airsoft store, inside of a supermarket. <laughs> and, and cool. As I'm walking in, I took a picture of, you know, no gun sign. So they have no gun signs because there's people there concealed carrying. And, and you know, they can buy guns. When I posted pe- that, those pictures on Instagram, my followers are like, get out of here. Really? Yeah. That thing's like $200 because the same gun over here is 800 bucks or more. Yeah. And you can't it's, have the stock work. But that one's fully auto though, right? No, no, semi-automatic. It was semi-auto? So you can't own machine guns okay. in the Czech Republic. Uh, more licensing, but we here... We can't buy a new machine gun in the land of the free. No, but they can in the Czech Republic. Brand new one, huh? And they, you can buy machine guns. I'm now, sure suppressors. I'm sure suppressors easy. are encouraged there also, rather than that. I don't frowned I don't upon. Yeah, I mean, I, but basically they have gun rights. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just, not constitutionally and, protected, and, but they have more freedom, basically gun gun freedom, than we have, and we have a Second Amendment. Now, yeah. me and my wife have been looking at suppressors because she shot suppressors. She really likes it, so we've been looking at it. It's ridiculous how long it takes to get back the, the paperwork on that stuff. I'm like. Yeah, we it were talking talking about it earlier. It's like uh, over a year now on some of that stuff. Yeah, like if I pass, if I pass a background check, I should immediately – I mean, that's – no, dumb. It takes and, that long. Okay, so this is what's funny. So, again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. The mm. ATF is incrementally – it's not the ATF. I mean, they're the attack dogs following their orders of sure. their masters. And in this case, it's Obama and his administration. Mm-hmm. So, you know, banks won't loan to gun companies mm-hmm. and, you know, all this other stuff. Well, right. what they're doing with 41F, I mean, there were no suppressors used in crime. Everybody that are, is anti-suppressor, they're, they're typically anti-gun too. Uh, and, and they they're, think, oh, they're, they're tools of assassins. No, they're not. They're never used. I can I can make a suppressor with ten dollars worth of parts I pick up at the local hardware store. Yet they're never used in crime. Yeah. And so forty one. Your oil filter along. and you got a suppressor. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so forty one F comes along. It was meant to stifle the suppressor market and SBR market and everything else. That basically until it happened, trusts were legal entities with mm-hmm. the rights of a person basically, but they didn't have a background. So you could get away with having a trust with no background check of the people in it. Well, Obama couldn't have that, despite the fact nobody's ever misused it. Right. Hmm. Just couldn't have that because 
so it could be misused. So now the background check that you're talking about, what's this is the irony of the whole thing. First of all, ATF is still doing things with paper. They yes. never got the electronic system working. Oh my gosh. So we're in 2016 and they're still doing still things, doing with, things paper. with paper. And now they, a, a background check, the NIC system that when you come into my gun shop and you buy a handgun and I do I do it on a computer, but it's a phone call for most people. Um, you know, a phone call, background check, and mm-hmm. it's approved within 10 minutes, and you're right. out the door with your gun. When you're buying a suppressor, an SBR, and you should be able to buy a machine gun, they're doing it's the exact same background check, but with paper. So <laughs> you mail the paper to the BTF. The ATF yeah. opens the envelope, takes your money out, puts it in the bank. Then they mail it to the FBI, and it sticks, sets in a stack on some FBI agents. Right. They got a stack like that. Hundreds of thousands of pieces of paperwork. Yep. And then one by one, they go through and do a background check that I could do with a phone call at the gun shop. Because right. they're using the exact same database. And then they go, okay, this person passes. They lick the stamp and they put it in an envelope, mail it back to the BATF where it sits on somebody's yep. desk for three or four months. And then they go, oh, okay, they type your name into a computer, which we could do for them at the gun shop right. and collect their tax. And then they mail it back to you a year later. And why is it automated? Yeah. That makes it, me so same, mad. It is. It's, it's, it's <laughs> asinine. God. It's ridiculous. But do you really think that any politician is going to say, we got to fix this so people can buy guns more quickly? No. They won't touch it. NRA won't touch it. Nobody will touch it. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I, told my, I told my wife because I went and we we're really shopping for one. My wife's like, is it going to take a year? I'm like, yeah. Yep. So you're going to pay a thousand bucks for a can. Yep. You're going to pay a two hundred dollar tax, mm-hmm. and then you're going to you're going to wait a Sit year before you can even touch it. Before you even touch it, I'm yeah. Forget about it for then. I mean, I'm like, oh, I ordered this. Oh, right. Yeah. So right. basically, what I tell people is like, just buy one a month, and then after a year passes, every month you get a new one. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like Christmas but, every month after that. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, but yeah, it's it's a complete mess, man. And and it's, I'm, it's I'm kind of militant about it. I think yeah. that there should be no. First of all, I think the tax on guns and anything firearms related is unconstitutional. It's the the Supreme Court's already ruled that you can't tax, say, a newspaper for, I mean, they ruled that that you can't tax a constitutional right in Mm -hmm. in the case of a newspaper. Well, same thing applies to the Second Amendment, right? You shouldn't be able to tax a constitutionally protected right. Makes sense. So I think that the NFA is completely unconstitutional. And if it were actually challenged, unless Hillary gets in and seats a justice or two, you know, they would <laughs> agree with us because they've, yeah. they've agreed in the past with that. But um, it's just, a, it's a complete mess. I don't think that you should, you know, have to go through any of these hoops mm-hmm. to be able to exercise a constitutional but, right. It'd but, be like me saying, I want to write a blog, but first of all, I'm going to pay a $200 tax. But that's why they do it. Bureaucrat that's why they put all this crap into place is to discourage people from wanting to own them. Yes, you know, because it's, it's, it's purposely gun control. Right. We're going to harass you to the point where exactly. you don't want to do it. Right, because the average right. person, you tell them you're going to have to wait a year for a suppressor, like, oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah I, don't do want one. I, don't, yeah. I don't want that no, Yeah, I don't want one. Right. Yeah. And, it, it's, and it's harassment. You know, and what, what is it? It, 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 it kind of cracks me up, the irony of it all, like the SBR thing. When somebody comes into the shop, I'll show them an SBR and say, no, this is a regulated item. <laughs> but this handgun that I can easily hide in the front of my pants exactly. is unregulated. It's but unregulated. they want to tell you that because this rifle, it, which has a stock it's on it. It's less than 16 inches with, long. With an eight-inch barrel that's still an overall length of 20-some inches. Right. Which I can't stick in the front of my pants and hide. Yeah. We need to regulate that because it's too small. Four times more than the, the pistol. Yeah. 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 You know, I, and I don't want the, if you're an ATF agent listening or a politician, don't use my words against me. It's all of a sudden banned handguns because they're concealable. But it's just, it's just so stupid. The laws make no sense. And eh, anyway, I could go on forever. I'm sorry, guys. That's okay. No, we don't get, do, we I get don't, riled up. We don't do politics on the show, so it's good to talk it every now and again. Yeah. Keep our, so let's talk about something else besides our listeners things that make me mad. And let's talk about Skinny Medic and uh, what he's got going on. Yes. So, um, yeah, I do. Uh, preparedness videos so i've been like my tagline is you'll never know when you'll be the first responder so i i just want to focus on you know being that first responder especially with these mass shootings and stuff being more and more in the news like 
teaching everybody how to use a tourniquet. The tourniquets are okay. They're not bad. The Israeli pressure bandages, things like that, using bandages and you know, just trying to do more trauma because these, these mass shootings are just more and more in the news, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So um, focusing on that, like I said, we're doing, you never know when you be the first responder, so we're trying to do some more firearms. Uh, Such has been trying to get me to do more, more firearm stuff. So I enjoy I, that. Just I try to stay with them first aid. That's what I'm, I'm good at. I can't resist. <laughs> so actually, shootings in the United States are down yes. from 1970. Right. They continue to go down. Yep. It's just that the media takes every little incident and spins it out of control. They the highlight it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Especially so, the officer-involved shootings right now. I mean, just, well, see, that's, that's the latest that's thing. That's the thing. That's the latest yeah. thing. Now they're not the, doing their job if they don't find one and report on it. It's you know, and then that causes the riots because they're not right. protesting. These are riots. These are not protests. It's not a protest. No, it's a riot. It's a riot. It's a flat-out riot. And, 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 again, here's a media serving an agenda because I think, I don't know, but I think that perhaps they want a federal police force. That's that's the reason that the, the left media is pushing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and 10 years ago, people, kids growing up wanted to be a police officer. And I know my local PD, and their applications are way down. Nobody wants to be a police officer. It's a scary yeah. because time to be a police officer. It's, it is. Because it's hurting, it's, yeah, it's hurting the, the law enforcement. Somebody, a police officer, defends himself justifiably, undermanned. shoots somebody that's holding a gun to him, shoots him, and the media spins it as, oh, They're it's, the bad it's guy. automatic. Yep, it's, it, yeah. it was a bad shoot. And, so, and, and before the evidence is exactly. even, you have Obama on TV and Hillary on TV saying, it's a gun problem, yep, and the police need control. to be able to – the police Before are out of control. Before any investigation was done, right. they, they immediately said that. And then two weeks later, they, the video video comes out, and the guy, sure enough, is standing there with a the gun. Right. Please drop your gun. Please drop your gun. The, the cop wasn't even right. demanding. He's saying, please and drop your gun. And this is the gun. one where the lady was videoing it herself. And she's saying, he ain't got no gun. He ain't got no gun. And she's telling him, don't do it. Don't do don't it. Oh, good and well, he had yeah, a gun. Right. What's he telling her not to do? But, I mean, but regardless, it comes out later, it was a justified shooting. Yep. But the politicians spun it up. And no, nobody – it's like – but all anybody remembers now is, done. is that they a police shot right. an, an ar- unarmed man, mm-hmm. which right. he wasn't. Right. But that's what they remember because that's, that's what blows they up. first to report. Yeah. Right. We had one uh, in Anderson uh, last week, I believe. We had a school shooting. It was ele- elementary school. And there was an off-duty firefighter who was actually carrying a gun. He didn't – I don't – I'm not sure if he used it or not. I but, heard about this. But yeah. he tackled this dude and, like, stopped the mass shooting. He, uh, this, he unfortunately did kill one of the little they, boys. But yeah. They said he, he, he took him down. I don't know what they – that's what everybody keeps saying is that he took him down. So it, I think Whatever he, your definition I, of took down I is, think he actually tackled him. I don't think he used his firearm. I'm not no, sure. No. I hope he hurt him bad. Because it came out me. first that he was unarmed. I'm like, well, I don't give a crap. He stopped it. That's fine. But now yeah. he's saying he was armed. I'm like, I don't give a crap about that either. Like, whether he was armed or unarmed. Yeah. Right. So he stopped this mass shooting. Like, but he's he's still alive, right? The, the guy that did the shooting. Yes, the guy did the shooting. See, that's that's what I want more of is them to get these guys and not kill them and actually put them on trial so that the the public can see what kind of mindset that these people are. You know, most of them are freaking nuts. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. You know? They're looking for their 15 minutes. But if they get shot, then the media's coming out and you're tugging on America's heartstrings. And, you know, well, oh, he was this and he problem. did. So the minute they get a, a high-profile shooting and they run it on the 24-hour news cycle and get everybody all hyped up and talking about it, all they're doing is inspiring other lunatics to get exactly. their 15 get minutes their of fame. Yep. It's like... Man, this guy, you know, they learn everything about it. It's investigative reports for the next two months. We dug into the background of so-and-so, and this is what he did, and this is where he ate his lunch, and this is where he they're grew up. They're glorifying him. Right. You know? yeah. And so they're programming the next group of lunatics like, to I'm go, I'm going to get that guy. Yeah, fame. man, I yeah. want to be, be on TV for two months. Right. Disregarding the fact they're going to get killed in the process, possibly. But, you know, it's like the media is helping to create the problem. Yeah, that is. I think, I think the minute that. something like that happens, you don't mention the shooter's name, and you erase them from the history books. Yeah. That's I what I try to do on this show is I just, I just call, you know, Dick 
dickhead or you yeah. know, asshole. I, won't, or I, won't I don't say their name. name. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't say their name. Glorification for that. Nope. I mean, that's but like the one of the little boys he shot. Like he he got shot in the leg and he ended up dying a few days later. But he bled yeah. out seventy five percent of his blood on a playground. And I'm like, man, that sucked. That just because nobody had a med kit. Nobody had a med kit. I mean, I, I wasn't there. I wasn't one of the officers. You know, like medics on scene. But I'm like, somebody like let's put pressure. Like let's. Right. Make a tourniquet. Let's do whatever I need to do. And I'm like, right. So that's what my channel is. It's but, all about like, I, if I can say like one person. I I was buying a, a MacBook at uh at the mall, and the lady's like, "What do you do?" And I was like, "Well, I'm, I, I make videos on trauma." And she's like, "Why do I need that?" And we're standing at this huge mall, and I'm like, "Do you understand that people could die right here?" And they're like, "Oh no, no, we have security guards." Security guards. <laughs> Two flights. Go this ask year. that security guard what his training <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. Two flights this year. We've had medical emergencies on board the aircraft. Fortunately, there were doctors on board. But, you know, two flights this year. Yeah. So it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. You just never know when. You never that's, know. The whole, that's the whole point in knowing it because you never know. You never That's your slogan, yeah. isn't it? So, I mean, that's, you're more likely to use your medical to save a life than you will your firearm. And we it's spend, a, we spend a lot of money on our firearms. I spend a lot of money on training. Yeah. You know, I, I want to shoot. I want to get better. So I, I spend a lot of money on training with different people. But people forget about the medical side because it's not, yeah. not sexy. Well, that's something yeah. we, we preach on the show is that you know, that's part of your being a responsible firearm owner. And, Absolutely. and having the medical training is part of that. To yep. be a responsible carry, concealed carry, open carry, whatever you carry, no matter what state you're in, that's part of it. Even if you don't, you know, if you're not a firearms carrier, like you said, odds are you're going to be at the, the scene of a an accident or something before mm-hmm. any firearms ever going to be used in your life. We've all accidents. I mean, I've, I've seen accidents happen. Yeah. Like, that's you know? bad. You're just like, well, that is, they're not moving on the ground. They look right. bad. And that's- but on the other side of that, it's like I don't have any professional training. And in today's litigious society, it's like, I know if I stop and try to render help, that's another thing. Best effort, it's yeah. like, in person dies, the family can come after me and sue me and say, I killed them. Yep. Most states have a good Samaritan law. I know See, South Carolina yeah. has one. I don't know about any, but most of them have a good Samaritan law. It means like if, if you pull up on the side of the road and you put a tourniquet on the guy and the guy still dies, they can't do anything about you because right. you tried. That's to, the way it should be. You tried to do yeah, You tried to absolutely. help. Absolutely. So, um, it's better know, than doing nothing. But they're still going to try to sue you. Oh, they're going right. to try. Yeah. But yeah. So, the, yeah. Uh, you got to lawyer up. Get close, get close, please. All right. Thank you, sir. The, uh, the shooting you're referring to in Anderson, that was actually in Townville, yes, South sir. Carolina. Yeah. And the, uh, the volunteer fireman did uh, tackle the young man. Yep. And what's worth noting is it was a young man. He was a 14-year-old kid. It just He's just a little kid. Yeah. But uh, got off on the wrong track mentally. Yeah, something. Has some serious I, he's, issues. He's got some mental issues because I said, you know, he, he apparently he shot his dad right before the shooting. Killed his dad, yeah. Killed his dad yeah. right before Killed the shooting and he goes out. So it was a handgun. So it wasn't yeah. an SPR. It wasn't anything like that. So. I know. It's, had, it's, it's, it's pretty bad every time something like that happens. We go, oh, please don't be an AR-15. I just please don't ever happen again is what I like to think. But it's like it, they have us so programmed that we're constantly on the defensive. Yeah. yeah. But, and that was, that was not a planned event on his part. That was happenstance as he came by the school yeah. and took a, he took a fling and he crashed into the gate and jumped out and started shooting. No intended target, just decided to do it. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of these people. I mean, it's just kind of a, something trips, they snap, and then, you know, they don't really plan it. Some of them, but I mean, some right. of them do. But on the terrorist, that's a it's, terrorist. It's thing. nothing new. It's like the media wants you to think it's a new phenomenon. It's only because of the easy access to guns, but this has been going on since yeah. human history, written history. You know, it's it's nothing new. The same right. day that we had Sandy Hook in China, they had the exact same day in China, they had a guy go into a school and slice and stab I don't know how many students. 
Uh, they didn't want to talk about that. Right. Because, never heard about that. Right. So I was going to say, they overseas, them, you see these attacks with knives and stuff, and they're just violent. And I, I tell you what, I'd rather be shot than stabbed. I hate knives. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> knives, are, knives scare me. Like, I, I did a knife class this last year, and I'm like, holy crap, this guy was fast. Like, before yep. I could get, I could even draw, shoot on him, whatever, mm-hmm. he was on me, and I'd been stabbed multiple times. I'm like, that would suck. <laughs> that type of force and force training is critical because people that have a gun will think, oh, I have the upper hand. Mm-hmm. And the distance we're sitting away from each other, my knife is far more lethal than my gun. Absolutely. I would never and, get my holster out. I'd never be able to right. draw my holster. And but, like, oh, but guys with guns, you know, a guy has a knife, like, he's got a knife, I got a gun, I win. And they'll stand their ground, and they're going to get killed. If that guy has even the slightest got, bit of training with a I knife, I got two legs, done. two feet, I'm going to be running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what, that's what you know, proper training is like, you know, if you can avoid a confrontation, then avoid it walk away right absolutely yeah. and that's, that's your best defense is yep. just walk away try to de-escalate and you know, and people always want to go out and get training on like how can i be a ninja how can i kill somebody <laughs> faster yeah. it's like why don't you talk about how you can de-escalate like road rage like somebody comes up to you at a gas pump mm-hmm. you know how do you talk about how do you how do you get out of the situation yeah because last thing i want to do is get into a gunfight with somebody no because um, your but, youtube channel is gonna be pulled up <laughs> <laughs> exactly like, see this guy's a nutball you know it's like uh, it, yeah Boy, if that ever happens, you know, you always see these people like, you know, so and so, some whack job shooter, and like he had two rifles in his closet and a hundred rounds of ammunition. Like, oh boy, if they ever come into my house. <laughs> like, so the ATF was at his house for three months inventorying three months the ammo inventory. Inventory. with yeah. their their paperwork, <laughs> clipboard ready to go. But but back to my with point, it's Polaroid like people, cameras. people don't get all the training. They want to be the ninja, but they don't get the medical training. They don't they don't try to find out how to de-escalate. They don't try to find out how to do other things mm-hmm. less than lethal, you know, to get out of the situation because yeah. the last thing I want to do is, you know, have to use my, my handgun defensively. Mm-hmm. I want to avoid it at all costs because as soon as that happens, everything changes. Now, in my state... Your whole life changes, yeah. It does. In my Mentally, state, we have... I mean, just psychological part of it. You, well, I mean, there's that too. Yeah. Right? But, um, yeah. So, some states have stand your ground. Florida does. My state does. You know, so, like, if I'm at the gas pump and somebody is beating the snot out of me for no reason... If I'm in fear of my life, then yeah, I can use absolutely. deadly force. If it gets right? to that point, then obviously, yeah, you're going to want to defend yourself. Right. Yeah. But you still want to try to get out of the situation. Right. Like if you mm-hmm. can just walk to the other side of the car and just say, hey, dude, whatever, you know. Yeah. I go to the other side of the car, get in my passenger door, hit the lock button, and drive off. Yeah. That's better than getting into a, a gunfight. Absolutely. Um, but a lot of people just want to be ninjas. And so they don't they don't take everything into consideration like the medical side or the mm-hmm. de-escalation side or yeah. whatever. But. That, that crosses a lot of different boundaries because even with the survival training, which is more my specialty, people want to learn how to crawl under rocks and eat bugs. But the first thing I teach them is if you can avoid being in the situation where you have to, right. you're in a lot Introduce state. yourself so our listeners know who you are. You just you started talking. so we, They're okay. like, who's this? Who, who joined the conversation? <laughs> All right. My name is Scott Moore. I'm from WAC Outdoors. We primarily provide archery training and training in all things survival and bushcraft. And I walked into a conversation about guns, and that's not necessarily my forte, but like every good-blooded, good-red-blooded American, I own my share of guns, and I'm prepared to defend myself. I'm not afraid to do so. Yes, sir. And And I think today's society, as you were discussing, is so dead set on putting that stigma on anyone who's willing to stand up, stand the ground, get a gun, and defend themselves. And the liberal media media does everything they can to escalate every time a police officer or anyone else uses a gun into a horrible situation that could have been avoided, and no one ever talks about the daily events when a gun was used to save someone's life, keep a family intact, Mm -hmm. and keep a perpetrator from 
devastating other individuals permanently for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, we all know that, that firearms do far more good in society than they do harm. I mean, it's well documented. We know that. We know um, that. But yeah. the, the, the media just loves to spin it that if we would just get rid of guns, all this, all this gang violence and stuff would just magically go away like it has in Australia. Chicago. And England. In Australia. And, 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 right. You know, it's like, it's a joke. They don't, they don't even try to learn. Yeah. Their, their gun violence and crimes have gone away because they use other things though. Their well, violent like, crime rates are way through the way roof. through the roof. So, so like in, in some countries, if you defend yourself with a kitchen knife, from somebody that's come that's illegally entered your home, you can be thrown in prison because really? you could have like tried to get out the back door. Oh my you gosh. simply cannot fight. Like even even in the Czech Republic, I, I asked them, okay, so you have concealed carry permits. What happens? I mean, what are the laws governing self defense? Like you don't want to have to shoot somebody because chances are you're probably going to go to jail. Then what's the point in having it? Yeah, right. At it's that like, point, you know. Then what's the point in having it? So right, it's like I mean, you know, you're going to live, but you know, you're going to go to jail. I believe in castle doctrine. Right. Yeah. If I wake up at two o'clock in the morning, I walk downstairs, and you're in my house. I don't know you. No, nope. you got no business you being for- in my house. You forfeit <laughs> yep. your life because I'm not going to find out what's in your hands. You know, you shouldn't be in my house. There's no legitimate reason for you to be in my house. So I believe in castle doctrine. Absolutely. I believe in stand your ground. Yeah. You know, I believe in all those things because we have a right. To- if a if a spooky clown is standing out in your yard just staring, dude, isn't that weird? That is weird. It's weird. That's yeah, crazy. I saw a false news story that went around. Uh, it started on Facebook where it's. They, I think they said it happened in uh, Indiana, like Fort Wayne or something, that somebody had shot a spooky clown. I had heard that, and yeah. They, so they, it wasn't real? Had, it wasn't real. So they, they cited a, a real news channel in Fort Wayne and made a blogspot dot you know, oh, forward okay. slash, and took the logo from the media site, everything, to the point where that, that actual news site said, hey, this isn't us. This didn't actually happen. It was well-written, and everybody was circulating as, as somebody actually saw, shot well, a spooky clown. Well, it's, it's actually a brilliant idea because maybe that'll get these jack wagons to quit dressing up like clowns and what is wrong with people? spooking people. You, know, you watch these know. crazy videos, uh, and they have to do it in other countries, mm-hmm. where like the one that sticks in my mind is they had an elevator where they had made it like a false wall and they had like this girl dressed up like those movies you know where like a young girl with the straight hair right. over her face in a white dress and so <laughs> when these people would get in the elevator they would turn the lights out and turn them back on and there's this creepy thing standing in the oh, corner oh and they're God. just freaking out right it's like man that isn't happening in indiana uh-uh. because that ended uh-uh. in, in a one-sided gunfight you know it'd be like i saw this one of the asian countries i can't remember it might have been japan but um they would like hide behind corners and as people would walk by they just jump out and yeah go, ah! no Jeez. The, the guys that wear I mean, the that arab, yeah like the arab garb where they're running around throwing backpacks at people those videos you know what i'm talking about I yeah. Seen yeah that one yeah. Where the, it, it, it's like they're not doing that in indiana <laughs> they're not gonna do it. are they doing that in shot? america i don't know where they're doing it. i want to say it's gotta be another country yeah, yeah i, I want to say it was australia or something because people or, are gonna get shot i yeah, would shoot them wear my skinnymedic.com t-shirt on the news <laughs> <laughs> but with all that said i have to admit those videos were funny yeah i mean those guys they were are funny creative. they were creative like that one time they, they they ran up and threw a backpack at a guy and he starts sprinting down the street by this row of fences <laughs> and then another guy in arab garb comes out on the other side and throws a backpack at him so he's running away he's from running. the first guy another guy jumps on from him throws one at him he's like running back towards the first back oh my guys. gosh <laughs> that's oh, hilarious yeah. but people are out of their minds <laughs> all right i'm gonna go shoot some guns Thank yeah you. i hear i hear him shooting so uh thank yep. you for having me i appreciate it appreciate you being on you're welcome anytime let us know when you got uh, some new projects in the works thanks sir appreciate all right, buddy. Good deal. Mac, as always, thank you yeah, so much man, for being thanks, on. Man. It's, a, it's always a pleasure. We need to do it more often, man. Yeah, absolutely. We need to have you on more often. Come north. 
I, I will. guess I could come south. Well, I could come north. My, my, my schedule's a complete mess. I'm sure yours is too. But if if at all possible, man, yeah, absolutely. I'd absolutely. love to do the show more. All right, we'll do it. Just make sure you edit out all the bad stuff, so I don't sound like a complete yeah, you bad know, person. I, I think you're spot on. <laughs> don't edit out. Of it. <laughs> Leave it there. All right, guys, that wraps up our part one of our uh, two-hour interview that we had going here. As you uh, guys noticed, there were several people coming in and out, sitting down and joining us during the interview, and it just continues. Uh, here in part two coming up but i just wanted to remind you guys make sure you go and support those who support this show nordic components cobalt kinetics frontier tactical x steel targets keltec multicam Atlas defense and of course glock the official carry of left hand of talking lead graphic effects the guys who did our awesome truck wrap they're here in murfreesboro tennessee if you guys uh, ever need an awesome wrap done Make sure you check out Graphic Effects. They will travel. I don't know how far they'll travel, but uh, they do more things than just vehicles also. Uh, they can, can wrap pretty much anything. Trailers. Uh, they've done things at the Titan Stadium. They've done you know wrapped booths and things like that. So check them out at Graphic Effects. And then, of course, 1776united.com. 1776united does our T-shirts. And uh, we're working on trying to get some patches and some hats and things done too. Uh, I just got to get off my butt and get them a, a certain file vector logo or something like that. So as soon as I get that to them, we're, we're going to start rocking and rolling with the patches and the hats. It's going to be awesome. Make sure you guys are going and supporting our awesome veteran organizations like Mission 22, bringing awareness to the veteran suicide epidemic that is going on in our country. More than 22 veterans a day on average commit suicide, take their lives, and that's unacceptable. We need to make that zero, and uh, we need to make the VA more accountable and uh, provide better support and facilities for our veteran men and women when they get back. Sheepdog Impact Assistance, those guys are phenomenal. Sheepdog Impact Assistance is there providing disaster recovery for our nation. I know they just uh, have organized a, a group effort to go to the uh, Carolinas there that were really bad hit by Hurricane Matthew. And um, if you guys want to help donate your resources, your time, your money, then go to Sheepdog IA. We've got a post on our Facebook page there with their uh, phone number if you've got you know equipment or gear you know they they need chainsaws they need gloves they need boots uh, you know all kinds of things to help uh, go out there and provide support to our disaster stricken areas in our country uh, and these guys are Johnny on the spot I mean uh, once something happens they're organizing the team getting it put together getting people out there and uh, making a difference. So check them out at Sheepdog Impact Assistance, sheepdogia.org. And then, of course, if you're interested in becoming a member of the VFOB, Veteran Family of Brands, you can go to their website, check them out. They're all about making sure that if you want to ensure that every dollar that you spend is going to help support our veterans, then that's what this organization has been designed to do. They are bringing together uh, veteran-owned, veteran companies that support our veterans, that hire our veterans. Uh, they are thoroughly vetted before they can become a member of VFOB, um, but uh, you can rest assured that 
when you're spending money with these companies, some form or fashion is going back to help support our veterans. So check them out at veteransfob.com, and they're on Facebook as well. And if you're interested in becoming a member, I think they still have a few lifetime memberships available, and they're very inexpensive. I think it's only like 295 bucks or something like that. Uh, kind of an introductory thing. There's only a thousand of those, and once those are gone, they're gone. Um, but as becoming a member, there's all kinds of benefits that you get being a member of uh, the veterans family of brands. Uh, you get discounts with these companies, and you get to attend certain events, and um, there's all kinds of cool things associated with that. And it's only growing every day. I mean, this this whole concept of the VFOB is just taking off like wildfire. But uh, that's it for this week, guys. Um, actually, part two is going to be coming later this week, so stay tuned for that. And uh, our big interview with Jason Redmond uh, in the next uh, week or two as well. So as always, Leadheads, keep your loved ones close. And keep those firearms closer and your med kits and your training and dot, 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 dot. <laughs>